Good day, good afternoon, good whenever it is you are listening to this. Thank you very much for listening to this. You are checking out yet another Woke and Baked. Happy quarantining, my friends. Today, my guest is Alaska Red, another human, individual, person who is quarantining in the great state of Alaska. And he is coming from the infection hotspot, Fairbanks. Don't worry, you won't catch a flu from this guy. We're recording this over the phone. We recorded it over the phone. And as such, we're maintaining social distancing. All right, so if you're not familiar with the music of Alaska Red, he is one of the most productive artists in Alaskan music. Between releasing new music every week, as well as his popular YouTube series, Freestyle Fridays, uh, his music is streaming across all platforms right now. We touch on some Rona, some local music, and the video for his single, Every Day, which is premiering April 20th on YouTube. I said that right. He's releasing new music every week. He's got a series called The Leak, and that comes out on uh, every Monday. He's got a new song coming out. We talk about that. We talk about the process for that, lining it up and making sure that it's ready to go, uh, making sure that you have all the songs and then one of the benefits of having a catalog is that you have these musics, uh, these songs just lying around and you can use them. And he's got a catalog of stuff that he hasn't released, so he's got stuff that he's releasing. In the meantime, he's also working with a lot of other artists on joint projects. Ha 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 ha. And so that's cool. He's consistently working, consistently doing the things he's supposed to be doing. All right. I'd like to take a second to mention my supporters here on the Kenai Peninsula. They're all mom and pop businesses. Iron Asylum is very clearly affected uh, right now. I'm also getting messages uh, on, on my computer right now. So that you hear that dinging, that's because I'm popular. All right. Iron Asylum, um, they're not allowed to be open right now. So I'm going to go ahead and tell you that you should probably check out their website. Their website is theironasylumgymak.com. Again, theironasylumgymak.com. Uh, you can still order your Iron Asylum hoodies. You can also get Loved AK hoodies. Loved AK is gym slash loungewear. So if you're going to be stuck at home, you might as well be stuck at home and be comfortable. You'll still get your packages. You'll still get the things you need to get. All right. Um, and they're going to be open sooner, much rather than later. You know, it's not soon enough for many of us, but it, it's going to happen soon enough. All right. Um, a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, spoke to him during these... Um, very trying times and he said that the really important thing is to remember that this is not permanent okay this is a temporary thing stop calling this the new normal things are going to go back to the way they were or a better version a different version of what they were but they're not going to stay like this. You're not going to be stuck in your house forever. You're going to be able to go see your friends, hang out with your friends. Do the things that you used to do beforehand. Man, I can remember the the first one of my dudes I hugged. You know, the, the, I'm sorry, the last one of the dudes, uh, one, one of my friends that I gave a hug to. I was thinking about that the other day, man. I, I miss being able to hug my friends. So I, I'm looking forward to being able to hug my friends and stuff. That being said, we'll, we'll get there soon enough, man. We will. All right. So, back to Iron Asylum, their website, theironasylumgymak.com. Get yourself some some cool Iron Asylum hoodies, uh, get yourself some really comfortable loungewear, and just be comfortable. You're going to be hanging out for a minute. Might as well be comfortable. All right. The Schnitzel Bomber. 
It's a big one. Located on the corner of K Beach and Poppy, owned by Vincent and Jess Johnson. Uh, and at times like this, when going to the grocery store is a lot like having unprotected sex with a stranger, it's easy to justify going out if you can afford it. And lucky for me, my in-laws bought me a gift card. So you can buy a gift card for yourself. You can do it over the phone. You can slide through the schnitzel bomber. And they can, you can call them, call them five minutes in advance. Say, hey, maybe 10 minutes in advance. Let them get them time to prep your food for you. Call them in advance. Say, hey, I'm sliding through. Could you have my food ready for me? This is what I drive. I don't even want to get out of the car or exchange any money funds because you did it over the phone. Boom, they'll have your stuff ready to go for you. Get in, get out. That's the sound that you make too. Like a ninja. Shout out to Shogun Assassin. All right, Schnitzel Bombers located on the corner of K Beach and Poppy. So be sure to check them out. And be sure to practice social distancing. All right, shout out to social distancing. You don't even have to interact with anyone. You can do it all over the phone. All right. Another essential business, Red Run Cannabis Company, your local full-service cannabis company. Red Run is located on the Kenai Spur Highway, and they are open from 10 to 10. They grow their own flour, they process their own oil, and they manufacture their own shade. And they are essential. So are a lot of other people. But if you are not essential, stay your sweet ass at home. Don't rim a stranger. Wash your hands. Do the shit you know you're supposed to be doing anyway. And hopefully we will see each other on the other side. All right. Oh, yeah. Use weed maps to order online. You got that going for you. You might as well. All right. Also, a shout out to another one of our supporters uh, that is not able to open right now because they are a gym and they're not deemed essential. AK-49 Martial Arts. They're not currently open, but please hit up coaches Seth and Jason for... Hit up so, hit up Jason and, and Seth for, uh, for warm-ups. All right. Last but not least, shout out to Dave and the crew over at 5150. Also, Essential. They're still open, and they are selling blueberry muffin-flavored nicotine juices. So if you're on the market for some... some blueberry flavored nicotine juices be sure to check them out they also carry shatter batter so if you are looking for a way to convert your um your concentrate your dab your oil your not necessarily your diamonds i can't imagine you would do it with diamonds but if you're trying to convert them into uh a vapable product you can absolutely do that with um shatter batter which is available at 5150 vapes all right uh, one more thing, love yourself a little bit, just a little bit. Just love yourself a little bit more. Take a little bit more time in the bathroom. This too shall pass. All right, one more thing. When all of this is said and done, Bun B will be rescheduled. So if you want to win tickets to that Bun B show, do yourself a favor. Listen to this podcast. We will tell you you how you can do it. All right, and then you just drop the comments that the answer to the free tickets, how to get your free tickets, in our Instagram page, and tell us. Let us know the correct answer to the trivia, and you just won yourself some sweet-ass tickets to Bun B when he comes back. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, love yourself, love a stranger, don't get too close, don't stand too close to me, or something like that. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Alaska Red.
As per 3AAC 306.360 Alaska Marijuana Control Board Cannabis Use Warning A. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. B. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. C. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. D. For use by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. And E. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Red Run Cannabis Company, License 3A10056. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, License 4A10052. Red Run Cannabis Cultivators, License 5A10972. 5455 Kenai Spur Highway, 12156 Kenai Spur Highway, Kenai, Alaska, 99611. Ladies, gentlemen, others, we are on the phone with the un, the only Alaska Red. How are you doing, brother? Doing good, man. How you doing? I'm okay, man. I'm all right. Just, uh, just as confused as anyone else with everything going on, but uh, luckily, there's, luckily there's music and the world's still moving. Yeah, no shit. Uh, what's going on up there? What's going on? I'm sorry, brother. Uh, you know, same shit as the rest of the state, you know what I'm saying? We're just kind of all watching what's going on and uh, listening to everybody's, everybody's uh, opinions on the on the ordeal and trying to, li- trying to listen to the to the governor and everybody about, you know, staying, staying locked down and all that shit and, you know, just do, doing our part to stay out of the way. Uh, as far as the town, though, I don't know, man. It's, it, it doesn't. The stores have definitely uh, seen a decline in like the traffic of people who don't see Fred Meyer, Safeway, any of that. So, but uh, I don't know. On the roads, traffic-wise, it seemed like the other day we got out to go drop some stuff off to my mother-in-law. And there was a lot of traffic on the road, so I don't know. It's it's a weird time. I mean, some people are taking this very very seriously. Some people don't give a shit one way or the other. And then then some folks are you know very much like uh, like Drago. You know, if he dies, he dies. Right. Um, it's, it's it's a weird it's a really weird time to be alive um, because we're there's there's access to a bunch of information and we're in a we live in a world where absolutely truth is subjective at this point. Oh man, it's so fucking hard to I was I'm not a guy that watches mainstream media news pretty much ever, hardly ever, until all this started kinda of like breaking breaking out and I, I heard about it when it kinda of was like going on in China a month and a half ago, a month a month and a half ago or whatever. And then they started talking about it in America and then like I started turn, tuning into the news and so we've been watching like CNN, uh, Fox News, and then One American News. And, like, you go, dude, you go from one to the other, and it's just so fucking crazy. Like, how, how like, they're almost all on the same page the way they're talking about the stuff, but it's just funny the um, the way, like, you know CNN hates Trump. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. the way they'll, they'll, like, point stuff out that he, the, he oh, he back, he's backtracking now. Blah, 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 blah. And then one of you know the one American news is totally on his side because they're always kissing his ass, talking about all the great shit that he's doing. And I'm just like, it's so fucked up that they just can't just like fuck all that. 
let's just talk about the facts and what the fuck is going on. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to hear about you thinking you did a good job and patting yourself on the back and, you know what I'm saying? I don't care about none of that. I want to know what the hell the facts are and if people are in trouble and what kind of the, what, what the next, what the next steps are as far as, you know, what's going on with like everything, you know, is is the town going to open back up or business is going to start back up or jobs going to be coming back to people. Cause that's all, that's all the stuff that's kind of like tripping me out. You know what I'm saying? The virus definitely is tripping me out the way it's like, picking up right now, like in New York and the death tolls and all that, the numbers are really picking up. So it's kind of like that's getting a little crazier too over here, <laughs> even though we're doing all the social distancing. But it, it, I don't know, man. Like you said, it's just a, it's a crazy time. <laughs> it's a crazy time. Yeah, there's there's so much information coming in one way or the other, and it, and it's all presented to you by people who are selling something in between commercial breaks. So – Right. I, it, it's almost how you know, like, it's, I don't want to say that this is fake, but people are definitely using this to their advantage when there's still, like, stupid bipartisanship. Uh, like, I remember after September 11th, and, and without getting into conspiracies on that, it seemed like, at least for a couple of months, Americans, generally speaking, were on the same team, right? And generally right. speaking, people around the world were, were on the same team. But now it's like, eh, if we are still arguing about Republicans and Democrats, then then everything is kind of fine. Um, <laughs> you know, it's it's back to normal if uh, if we're back to hating Trump for hate, uh, for being Trump, or we're back to loving Trump for being Trump. It, nothing right. has changed. Um, Nancy Pelosi still is or isn't the devil, um, and nothing nothing is changing. But I don't know. I do think. Um, I was talking about this the other day with a buddy of mine that I, it feels like we're going towards sort of like industrial nationalism, like um, companies like Walmart and Target and Kroger's and Albertsons and, and these um, big sort of corporate entities that provide food, shelter, jobs, whatever it is that they provide. They are the ones that are um, being used to uh, get things across the country one way or another. They're the companies with vertically integrated supply chains. Um, and so you're going to see like mom and pop grocery stores are going to go away because, well, Walmart took care of us when we needed them. Yeah. Um, Me and my my wife were just having that discussion, uh, this week because one of our, one of our younger sons actually works for McDonald's, you know what I mean? And so we are like, you know, it's, it's pretty messed up that they'll, they'll let them keep McDonald's open and running, but. You know, the Oasis, a mom and pop's place right down the road, has to shut down. You know what I'm saying? It's like they're doing the same fucking thing McDonald's is doing. They're feeding people. It's a fucking restaurant. You know what I'm saying? And it's like – and it's just they had to lay so many people off and, and, you know, all the – you know, just the – just the being not open for a week or two, you know, that hurts people, man. And then I look at people like, you know, like Coops. I work closely with those guys at Anchorage, you know what I'm saying? They're they're like family to me. And it's like there's so many of those people that don't have jobs right now, like the bartenders and the owners and, I mean, everybody, you know what I'm saying, myself included. Like I, I had a show scheduled that didn't happen in it. It's just it, it's crazy, man. It's a very it's a very uncertain time for people. And then you you look like you said you look at it like God, all these these big corporations are going to be the only ones that can survive it if it lasts if it keeps going the way that it's going. Like 
the foreseeable future. If it's like, oh, it's going to be a month, yeah, lockdown another month. Yeah, you're de- end of April, you guys are good. And then end of April comes, and it's going to be like, well, no, it's, it's looking more more like June now. It's looking more like June, you know. It's like, well, who the fuck is going to survive that? Nobody. No fucking business is going to be able to maintain being shut for three months, and they're not doing shit for us. Like, we gotta, I got to pay my mortgage still. You know what I mean? Like, my life still has to be fucking paid for. My water has to be paid for. But I have no way to make revenue right now except for my music that's streaming and shit. And I don't know, or being brazen and brave and going out, like, trying to shoot videos. Or, you know, there's ways for me to do things. But my main sources of income have been, like, shut off and I'm really feeling the effects of it myself. You know what I mean? Like I had four or five DJ gigs. All my DJ gigs have been canceled. Uh, The big show that we had scheduled for March 28th that just passed that, you know, we got, we had to cancel, like cancel esque reschedule the show. But then when you look at it, it's like reschedule for when, 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 (laughs) when are we going to reschedule it for? I don't know. And it's like, I got so much money invested into it and nobody's giving me any money back. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't know, man. It's just, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a very uncertain time for a lot of small businesses right now. And I'm, I just, I'm just hoping for everybody and praying for everybody that, you know, that shit changes around and gets back to normal fast. So we can all get back to it. And, you know what I'm saying? Hopefully some of us can rise, rise through all the madness and get things back to normal. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm with you 100. percent I think that um, I don't, I don't know what what normal is going to look like when this is done. Um, another yeah. buddy I spoke to of mine, uh, who's a, a retired uh, Air Force survival, evasion, resistance, escape instructor. Like his job was to coach people through being prisoners of war, and and he and I were building on on the topic, and he was saying never, don't ever call this the new normal, right? Like this is like when you're in a shit place. Um, you have to remind yourself consistently that it's, it's a temporary place, it's a right. shit place, and you're going to be getting back to, you're going to be getting back to something much better sooner rather than later. That's a strong mind to have. I would, yeah, I'd imagine that probably helps out in some kind of fucking situations. And in a situation like this, even, yeah, it's important for people to stay, uh, you know, I, I think optimistic and yeah, definitely. I get what you're saying. Like this shouldn't be the new normal. No, but like, and also like you said, what is going to be the new normal when it's, when it's all said and done, you know, that's, that's to be seen. Well, that's where I get personally like really intrigued. Like what is this going to look like when we're done or, you know, are we going to be uh, using, you know, um, uh, I mean, what what is technology going to look like out of this? What forms of surveillance are we going to have? We're already seeing that uh, in the United States, they're using drones in New York to make sure people are inside. Um, right. You know, like what what makes any of us think that we're so special or so, uh, so significant that they're not going to keep doing that afterwards? Right. Um, you know, like uh, well, after after nine eleven. We, we, you know, we're more okay with the Patriot Act than ever. So, oh, yeah, we'll let them check out our emails. If you're not doing anything wrong, you got nothing to worry about. Um, but it's not really so simple because we're talking about, right now we're talking about the temporary, even if we, we're saying it's temporary, we're talking about uh, the suspension of, of rights that are in the Constitution, like the right to gather. Um, you had a priest, or not a priest, a, a minister, I believe it was in Florida, who Florida. was arrested for having a church gathering, 
Um, but now, uh, I guess Governor DeSantis is saying that churches might be considered essential um, right. and that you can have your congregation. Um, but, you know, the, the right to assemble is, um, I mean, it's a constitutional right. right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, the other thing that, that we're seeing is, like, when you look at the last mandate that came from the governor, and I'm sure, you know, if I aired, if I aired this tonight, the mandate might change. But when you yeah. look at, you know, um, right now, just about every business is essential. A lot of businesses are being considered essential that um, not bars, not uh, any, like, movie theaters, stuff like that. But right. um, just ab- like every other retail operation, if they can maintain, um, you know, less than, like, 10 people in the store without coming in six feet of each other, then they can stay open. Oh, that's nice. You know, um, <laughs> Yeah, I think our restrictions up here are a lot, a lot leaner and a lot lighter than uh, maybe a lot of other places around the country, for sure. Um, I mean, they are for now. Um, yeah. Now, I've I've heard Fairbanks uh, described in, in one of the one I believe is our, one of our local papers here as being a hot spot um, for yeah. COVID nineteen. Our, our paper too. Yeah. Um, so what does that what does that mean up there? I mean, like it's a it's. It's April. I still like. Go ahead. What I gathered from it was that there was a uh, a breakout of a. You know, it wasn't like a, a lot of the cases they're finding are from, from people that have traveled in. You know what I'm saying? Like came in contact with other people out of the state and then came in. They had it, or they came in contact with somebody that had it. Boom, boom, whatever. It'd be like a one case to one case type of scenario. This one was a was a doctor's office, and so it was like. Of outbreak type of thing, like the, somebody in the office had it, and then they spread it to like four or five, six other people, something like that. So, yeah, it's kind of crazy. I read the story a little bit, and they were saying that the doctor's office and them were trying to track the people down, trying to get the people tested, but the people couldn't even get tested. It's just like, it's like, yeah, man. One of the people refused to get tested. A couple of the people couldn't get tested. It was, yeah. So I think that's what they're basing their we're the new hotspot or I don't know. I, I didn't really get that in a sense because I heard Anchorage has more cases than we do. But I was, from what I gathered from reading the story, that was kind of what they're getting at was that because we had one, one main area that had a significant amount of contamination or something like that, that it, it kind of made us more of a hotbed of activity. It's a, we live in interesting times, man. It's it's like going outside now and interacting with people that you've known forever is like raw dog and a stranger. Fuck yeah, it can kill you. It's fucking weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, not not even to laugh like it's funny. It's like it's a very fucking true statement, man. And it's it's kind of it's kind of a scary to say. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't want to be like one of those people that's like I'm living in fear, but it's like. You think about that stuff, man. It's like I have, I have an 80 year old uh, grandma that we, you know, my mo- it's my wife's grandma that we go and help take care of and see every week, and we haven't been able to see her for three weeks. You know what I mean? Like, at all. We've went to her house, we've shoveled the driveway, seen her through the door and the windows and waved, but we're like, we're trying to make sure we don't get her sick. You know what I mean? And I mean, it's just, it, it's just crazy because we all have. A lot of people have elders in their life, grandparents in their life, and a lot of people have kids, and everybody knows, you know, right now it's only doing this to these people or whatever. Who's to say this shit ain't going to change and mutate in six months? 
and start fucking killing younger people and kids too. You know what I mean? So that's the scary shit. You never the the unknowns are what make it like more freaky than anything. You know what I mean? It's just because it's like it's new. They don't know nothing about it. There's no fucking you know. There's no antibiotics for it. There's no antivirus things to take or you know no uh, antibodies to take for it or whatever. And it's just like that in itself is freaky, you know. And then if if you follow any of the any of the like documentaries or you know you followed any of the studies on any kind of like pathogens and viruses and stuff like that which i've watched a lot of those outbreak scenarios and stuff like that this is like one of those ones that's like whoa here you are man there it is (laughs) this is what they've talked about for all the fucking all those years and stuff and it's like yeah man it's just it's it's kind of crazy the unknown makes it a little uh makes it a little bit more freaky you know what i mean I, I don't know. It seems like a like a thing a lot of people saw coming. Like even if you don't dig into the conspiracy stuff, and, and I do, and I know you do. Oh yeah. Um, but it seems like this was a thing that a lot of smart people saw coming. Um, oh, they had uh, Bill Gates had the whole thing in 2015 where he was talking about it happening. Like, well, oh, but to be fair, if you Google this thing and conspiracy theories, you'll see Bill Gates' name all over it. Oh, um, yeah. Foundation. <laughs> Yeah, how they have the patent and yeah, all that shit. Oh yeah. So, but I mean, he's also he's also the biggest funder of the World Health Organization. So, so even if he's not right, and this is just something that he's really, really into. I mean, um, you know, it's it's just a very it's a thing that they said was coming. It's like reading like the warning on a pack of cigarettes that says, you know, like this causes cancer, and then getting upset when you develop a cough. Right. Um, very smart people told us that this was going to happen. Um, and, and the thing is, like, a lot of very smart people now are, are saying, you know, like, the fear is worse than the, than, than the virus. Do the things you know you're supposed to do and you'll be fine. Right. I, I, um, I think the fear, I would say that the fear is probably a little bit outstretching the, the actual, the, I don't know. The virus seems like it's pretty serious. You know what I'm saying? Like now we're up to like what three thousand, almost four thousand people that have died or something like that in the last fucking week. It's jumped so dramatically that it's like, whoa, that's pretty crazy. You know what I mean? I'm just watching these numbers raise, and I'm like, that that's nutty. But it's like people people's panicking is you know the source of the source of a lot of the the problems at hand right now because people are out uh, hoard shopping and you know what I'm saying? Just like, I don't know, just getting, getting, uh, getting, I guess, panic before, before the panic really needs to happen. But people are trying to be prepared too, because I mean, I guess where we're at makes sense, you know, like with the food supplies and all that shit, I get that stuff. Like people are scared, but like the toilet paper thing don't make sense to me. <laughs> like, why do you need 300,000 fucking rolls of toilet paper? No one needs that many rolls of toilet paper. But people are, people are freaking out. And when people are freaked out, they do they do stuff that they normally wouldn't do, like go out and buy a bunch of fucking uh, extra food and go out and buy a bunch of, you know, just, just stupid shit that they may not necessarily need right off top. But I get it, you know. I went out and bought some extra ammo. <laughs> I, a lot of people went out, but I bought extra ammo. Uh, yeah, who didn't, right? <laughs> yeah, like it's 
if you are if you are a responsible human being and you have people that you are responsible for, you went and bought some fucking ammo. Um, I, I can't even get mad at you for for buying an extra box of uh, shells. You're good. Bless your heart. You know, if you if you're a first time gun owner and you're panic buying, I'm scared for I'm scared. I'm a yeah. little terrified. <laughs> Dude, when I was in the gun store and I was grabbing my fucking shells, it was fucking trippy, man. Like, like this old this older dude like struck up a conversation kind of with me. This was uh, about a week ago, probably about a week ago. You know what I mean? And I'm just looking around for some stuff. And he was and, and he just struck up a conversation. And he was like, getting kind of tense out there, huh? And I was like, damn, this, you know, I don't know this guy from nobody. You know, he just said that shit, and I'm like, yeah. It's, Kind of trippy, getting kind of trippy out there, and he's like, "I just hope people don't get stupid." You know what I mean? And I'm like, "Fuck yeah, man, me too." <laughs> I mean, like, me too, man. And he's, and and I just, I just seen it in his face, and I'm looking around the store, and I'm looking at other people, and I'm like, "There's a lot of scared motherfuckers right now, man. Scared, like, you know how it is, man. People that prep and people that are into conspiracies and shit like that, man. They're like, oh." Oh, this is a double whammy, motherfucker. You know, <laughs> like this is the the total collapse of the economy and fucking a pandemic outbreak. So it's like, yeah, man, it's a little fucking uh, it's a little wracking at this moment. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, yeah, but but the thing is, like, my friends that are farmers and shit, they're just hanging out on their farm doing their shit. Like, right? Yeah, you know, they're like, this is this is what we've been ready for. We've been waiting for this one. Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people that are prepared to like ride out a lot of this kind of bullshit, but the the fucked up thing about it is there's a lot of people that aren't. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. A lot, um, probably a lot more motherfuckers that aren't than are. <laughs> so that's where that's where that that whole you know where people I see the fear in people and like the fear shopping and people are you know trying to have you know it's just like. You gotta calm down, though, man. You gotta think rational. Just yeah, go on about your life. Because if it's out of our con- like, this is how I look at it personally, myself. Like, I do, I do have concerns, of course, like anybody else. I'm not I'm not a dummy. I'm not oblivious to it. Like you said, there's some people that give no fucks about it. There's people that are just like, well, if I die, I die. And there's people that are totally like taken back by it. I'm I'm somewhere in the middle of the people that are like, man, fuck that. You got to live your life, you know, whatever, whatever. And kind of taken back by it as well, because, you know, I have a family. If I was out here by myself, I'd probably be more on the level. Man, this shit ain't, I'm just going to do my thing. You know, I would follow what they want me to follow and follow what they, what they're saying we should do to protect other people. But it would be a lot, a lot less stressful in that yeah. type of situation where, where I have, a wife and I have two sons that are out there that are in the world themselves. So I got to check on them separately. Like, yo man, how's it going? You okay? And one of them's responsible got his shit together, but they're, they're basically dealing with people every day because they work at a, a store. You know what I'm saying? And then the other one's more or less not that responsible. You feel what I'm saying? He's not ready for shit to hit the fan. And so I got to check on them. <laughs> like you motherfuckers all good. All right, then I got family at home. I got a little daughter. I got two sons here. I got a wife. It's like I got a big, a big group of people: a grandma, mother-in-laws, all these people, man, that I, that we have to look out for, and you know that we're responsible for taking care of and making sure they're all right. So that's that's where it just makes it a little bit more of a 
damn, man, I really hope this thing picks back up and, you know, we can all get back to whatever normal is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. I think on, on one hand, man, it's going to force a rebuilding of the infrastructure. Like we're, you're seeing right now, there are a lot of, there are a lot of industries, um, industry and industrial complexes that are they're showing their cracks like there are a lot of broken bureaucracies inside of the united states and, and the world is the world is seeing that and i think the american public is seeing that and and hopefully if we come out of this on the on the better end um then you're you're hopefully going to see a like a rebuilding of the infrastructure you're going to see people that need to go back to work so we're going to see the roads get fixed you're going to start seeing bridges get rebuilt you're going to see you know water and, and hydroelectricity and you're going to hopefully see a, a different kind of industrial revolution. Yeah, like a m- more manufacturing back in America, not so relying on, you know, other countries. That's, that's one of the hugest things that I'm like, I'm like, that's just stupid to me. How the fuck do we have all these masks, all the stuff that we say we need? It's like, come on, bro. We we have factories over here. <laughs> we should have that kind of shit. It's like, come on. Oh, dude. Um it's it's a it's a weird it's a weird time. The other thing that oh this one was very very cool. So Dyson, the manufacturer of um, of vacuum cleaners, one of the things that uh, that they've done, I guess, is that they've uh, they've kind of built their own respirator. Um, yeah, which I I mean the, the great thing about that, the simple thing about that is like that's basically just putting a vacuum cleaner on reverse. Right. So. So, I mean, they should have had that shit. Where was Hoover six months ago? Right. Um, man. Good news, though. Uh, coming up very, very soon, you've got the release of Every Day on uh, coming to YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited for that, man. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, you know, it was the it's the Cannabis 420-friendly album or record that I uh, released. Back in January was the actual release date of it, January 1st, 2020. Um, we we worked on the album, though, this past summer and, you know, went around all around Alaska. And we we filmed it and got got some really great shots at Great Lane Ganja down in Castleop. And we were in Anchorage, up in Fairbanks. And so we were all over the state taking footage for the video. And we put the video together, and it's officially releasing on 420 on my YouTube page, which is YouTube backslash Alaska Red 907. Make sure you get over there and check that out. Uh, it's, it's set up as a premiere, so there's like a countdown and everything about it being released. So, yeah, looking forward to it, man. It's my latest video. It's a, it's, it's a very nice, very, very well put together, very visually stunning piece of art. So I'm, I'm looking forward to sharing that with everybody. I'm excited to see the finished product. I've gotten to see the little teasers on uh, on Instagram. Um, and it's good to see like Mike a day and the crew, you know, just, just yeah. waving and singing along. Um, I also want to praise you, give you, give you a lot of props on the consistency of, um, of the, the leak. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was a really ambitious, uh, move, a really ambitious goal. And, you know, you stuck to it. I'm, the only question that I have is like, how many of those, how many months worth of music did you have lined up? Like, and, oh. and how many? Not a lot. I've I've been scrambling actually. Like I'm over here like, okay, okay, I got a bunch of shit out to like different artists to like do a hook on or drop a verse on and so I'm waiting for a few songs back. Um originally when I went into it and I was like, All right, we're gonna do this I, I really had 
I really only had that brand new song every day. It was like my new, probably one of my newer songs. And then I had like five more in the, in the bag. So, so then what I did is I've been making, like I put those six together, you know, had them set to release. And then as those ones were releasing, I'm working on new music and putting new stuff together. So now I'm up to, I think it's a week, what am I at? Week 18 or something like that? Or 14. Next week, this Monday is going to be week 14, which is a new song uh, featuring 11 the Artist and his brother Bones, Shawnee Bones from here in Fairbanks. It's called I'm the Man. That one is brand new as well, new production. We just we just laid it like two, three weeks ago. And then coming up after that I have like I I kind of I had to kind of dig back in the crates and go through some go for some stuff that hadn't been released yet but was a little bit older so that I could catch myself back up, you know what I'm saying? So uh I'm I'm releasing the what I call intro 19 is because of the intro I made for like touring with Calico and all those guys back in 2019. And it, it's like a short little song. So it's almost like an interlude. So coming out after I'm the man is going to be intro 19, which is kind of, a, it's not really a, a throwback because no one's really heard. It was never released on anything. So it's basically new unreleased material. And then for 420, I did, man, I just, just finished that song yesterday and uploaded it. So for 420, I got a brand new song called "The Reefer Man" that's coming out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a funny, it's a funny track. Along along with the, the video, every day I also got a brand new little weed song coming out called "Reefer Man." And then after that, uh, the next week is uh, week 17 Blizzard game or Blizzard gang. It was me and this uh, feature with this me and this cat from down in Montana named Mac Moore. Uh, I did that track probably two years ago, but it's never been released. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. that's those ones that I had to dig in the crates for and 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 drop so that I could kind of catch up. And then the other night, my homeboy that shot my video, he came back and he goes, "Man, I got this idea. I got all this really dope uh, snow machine footage. I was out of Cantwell this weekend with the boys, and we want to put together some some footage." you know, just joking around kind of about social distancing. He goes, I was thinking about that Three Dog Night song, One is the Loneliest Number. He was like, I was going to use that just as the backdrop. Do you think that you could make a song to that? And I was like, oh, I mean, give me a minute. I made a turnaround of three hours. I made a new song called One, and that's coming out May 4th, beginning of May. And it's, uh, yeah, it's basically, it's basically a three-hour turnaround, and it's basically touching base or touching subject of the the lockdown and being, you know, social social distancing and shit. So then after that week, I kind of go back into the crates again, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm releasing one that was never really released before, like uh, officially. It was on a mixtape with me and my homeboy Rio, the Renegade. So it's it's an older track, but it was something that was never officially released. So I'm releasing Sideshow Bob. And then I'm going to do a, a track with me and a cat from the Bay Area that's never been released, but I did like two years ago as well. Pockets on Stupid with Beta Weeda. And then I'm another one right after that that's kind of a throwback as well. It's called That Bump. Just never previously released on anything. Uh, then I got another song with me and my man Rio coming out June 1st that is called Fucking uh, Shut It Down. Pretty dope ass track. And then June 8th. We're we're dipping back in from that point on into like brand new stuff again. So going in going into like 
getting into like the halfway mark. I'm I'm almost loaded up to like the 26th week now. So now I have a little leeway to sit there and make, you know, what I'm saying, get back to making fresh fresh content, and I'm ahead of myself enough to where I'm not like scrambling. Um, well, you're stuck at home, you know, more or less. <laughs> yeah. um, so. <laughs> So what are you what are you listening to music wise? How are you keeping yourself sane? Man, I'm I'm trying to keep a routine, bro. It's that that's been like I'm at home a lot anyway. I'm a homebody. If I'm not out doing shows or fucking you know doing doing something with music, I'm usually at home taking care of my daughter, working in the studio anyway. So that has not been that hard for me. You feel what I'm saying? Like being home is not that hard for me. What's 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 hard for me now? It's like, and so that's that's what I'm saying about like nothing's really changed in my routine per se. Like I still do the same shit that I was doing two months ago, three months ago. I get up in the morning, I get my cup of coffee, I turn on the TV. I usually try to see if Joe Rogan or somebody got a new podcast I have to watch, and then I'll like drink my coffee, smoke some weed watch Joe Rogan or something in the morning for like an hour because I always get up before everybody in the house. And then I get like my daughter and my family up now, like before I would just get my daughter up. And then I try to get everybody on the, you know, all right, let's make breakfast. I get our vitamins out and I make me and my wife my our smoothie. And then I'm like, I'll sit there for a little bit, watch the news now before I probably was just watching TV. Now I'm watching the news. And then I try to come downstairs and do music, man. I try to make it like a, all right, it's like noon one o'clock i need to go downstairs and do music for a few hours so i've just been down in the lab man just trying to be as productive and creative as i can you know what i'm saying what while the dumb shit's going on i appreciate that i appreciate that uh yeah well fuck what kind of when it comes to like um when you're listening are you listening to any music right now or are you just strictly in in focus on production mode I'm just basically, man, I'm just working on my shit right now. I really haven't been listening to much of anything. My mind, my mindset's just not there, man. When I listen to music, it's usually when I'm like, I'm on the road traveling in between city to city or, you know, touring or, I don't know, somebody, something new drops. Like, that new tech came out. I checked out that new video, the tech dropped. That shit was really dope. Jelly, I know uh, Jelly Roll just dropped some new shit that I checked out was really hot, too. But I'm just like, man, I just... I don't know, man. Like when I'm when I'm focusing on being creative and making my music, I just try to stay away, I guess, from listening to other people's shit because I get influenced by it too much. You know what I mean? So I kind of try to just stay focusing on what I'm doing or the song or record or whatever the fuck I'm working on at that time. And I just, I don't know. I just don't. This doesn't seem like I make a lot of time these these days for a lot of other music. I should say. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know. That's weird. That's like I said, if I'm not on the road or if I'm not traveling and stuff like that, or you know, I don't know. It's I just, I'm just not I'm just not I'm just not like like I was when I was I don't know a teenager per se or you know young adulthood when I was still like every single release that came out I had to get it. I had to listen to it. I had to check it out. I don't like that no more. I like listening to the local guy shit more. Than I like listening to mainstream shit now. So it's it's funny. Are there any uh, any particular local artists you want to give a shout-out to? Hell yeah, man. Shout-out to my boy Matt Angler. He just dropped his project with Trinity Beats. That shit with was Trinity Beats. Yes. That shit was dope, man. So shout-out to him. Uh, you know, shout-out to all my guys, man. Shout-out to Duck. 
shout out to motherfucking uh he just dropped a dope ass visual the other day. Uh yeah, man. There's there's Duck Space no... dropping shit. Like <laughs> yeah. Duck, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about Duck Man. I I will include a link to some of his stuff somewhere. But he is regularly dropping new videos all the yeah. time. Follow him on follow him on YouTube. <laughs> He's always dropping some new some new fire, man. So that shout out to Duck Man, Bad Boy Nation Squad. My man Matt Angler, yeah, he's he's staying real busy. Uh, yeah, just a lot of people out there right now are, are are working, and it's 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 a good look, man. It's a good look. I like seeing it. By the way, shout out to, to Jay Reader, still still in the streets, flying in the hoodies. Oh yeah, Jay Jay Reader's out there with the Trill House Collective, man, or collection and collective, whatever the shirt, THC shirts, killing them right now, killing them. Yeah. Yeah, so shout out to Reader Two Trill on Instagram and, and Duckman Nine Hundred Seven. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh man, thank you so much for your time, man. So, hey, gotta give a shout out to my dude Tay Tarantino. He just dropped that new project as well. And it's, just did, yeah, with Mario B. Uh, new EP. Um, fire too, man. Yeah, I liked the visual he just put out. Uh, same clothes, that shit was dope. So, yeah, man. Like Alaska's staying bubbling, man. People are working out here, so it's dope. It's just like. I'm just excited to see what the uh, what the summer has to offer because you know, man, this shit this shit got me bummed out a little bit, man. Like I had all those tours lined up, and I'm just like, man, fucking I, <laughs> I I wanted to podcast with you about like per- and and just being able to pretend in our mind. Um, imagine like the Bun B show had happened. What songs would you have you know in in your mind? What what songs of his would you wanted to perf- or wanted him to perform? But also what songs would you have performed? Oh, um, man. Yeah, no, that, that'd be dope. Yeah, that'd be a dope little topic to get into. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't know if that's something you want to you want to cover right now or real quick or leave that leave that for another date because I think that that's one that, that, you know, you could put some time into. Yeah, you know? yeah. I'll put time into that one. Yeah. Because um, who else uh, Who else was uh, set to be on um, – on that uh, that bill. Uh, that bill was about to be really fire, actually. Um, we had Met G and J O Cushman were going to be opening up the the show, and then uh, I had uh, Stevie the Blessed was on was on the bill. Whew. Yep, yeah. <laughs> as well as uh, I B Lit, him and Mooney were going to do some shit. And then myself, so yeah, it was gonna be fire. But I had for for my lineup, I was gonna bring out uh, D the lyricist, and we were gonna do work, and then I was gonna bring out Gutta because me and Gutta got a couple of new tracks we we've been working on that are pretty Yo, fire. So shout yeah. the fuck out to D Gutta. Yeah, there you Big go. That monster fun. shout out to D Gutta. Like, that I'm, that I'm, I slept on. I can't. How did we not think to say, my man Gutta? <laughs> um, blowing up in the UK, like that's um, yeah. We we had we had that song. I don't know if you got a taste of that song. We did. We did this one that was like he strictly was like red. We got to do something that goes across the water, dog. And I'm like, all right, what you got? So he sends me this beat, man. <laughs> Crash the party? Yeah, no, not crash the party. He, we have this other one we did called Get Loose, dog, and it's fucking lit. It's like it's total like like. We're going to the we're going to the club in like Europe type shit, house music, fucking, you know what I'm saying? Like house driven. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's fucking, it's fun. 
it's a fun fucking record, man. So be on the lookout for that one. Uh, just just let you guys know too. Me and Gutter are actually going to be releasing a whole project together. We're working on that right now. So that's going to be man. coming out. That'll be coming out sooner than later once we can get back together and get in the studio and finish working out all the details. We got like. We got like three or four songs already into it complete. We're gonna we're gonna make it like a eight to ten track E P and then, you know what I'm saying, come up with some cover work and shit like that. Maybe do a video or two or two it and yeah, put it out there. Is it is it um easier, more convenient, uh, to, to do the, the collaborative E P. Like I've noticed that a lot of artists are doing that, whether it's uh, like Conway and the Alchemist just released uh um, an E P for like seven or eight songs. Um Tay Tarantino's uh E P just dropped. Um, not, I mean, that's not necessarily much of like a collaborative effort, but it, it seems like the records are getting shorter. Yeah, definitely. The, uh, and I think the real reason behind the whole records getting shorter thing is the fact that people are not buying full length albums no more. You know what I mean? So it's like, (laughs) you're selling singles for 99 cents. So you put out nine on the thing, you make $9 off of every single one of those singles. If you sell every single one of them put the whole project out you're still only getting ten dollars off of it you know what i'm saying lucky if if that and that's at an independent level like you're making all the money off that shit at a fucking bigger level you're making even less but uh but then you got you know you got the digital sell thing so you got motherfuckers selling the singles then you're trying to package up a cd and it's just like the cost the cost to make a CD, it's like, are you going to put 20, 20 songs on that motherfucker where they're only paying $10 for that? And even if they're buying singles off of Amazon or YouTube or iTunes or whatever the fuck it is, they're not even probably going to buy the whole album. They're going to buy like one or two. You know what I'm saying? So for a while there, you had artists that were like, you could only buy their full album. You couldn't buy singles. And now you got artists kind of switching over to i think this new format where they're dropping a lot of eps you know what i mean where it's like it just makes more sense because then it's like well even if people only buy three or four of the singles you still you still hit almost like a 50 percent sell rate off your album and then for the people that do pick up the whole project you know what i'm saying you're not you're not losing out you know what i'm saying you're not losing out on any like i guess residuals by the way it works these days right because <laughs> everything's a single now, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's fucking weird, man. Well, it's 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 definitely um, on one hand, I think it's made it more convenient as uh, as a listener because you, you're getting rid of a lot of the dog shit. Oh, definitely. Um, you I know, like that buying albums or getting albums back in the day and being like, "Fuck, man, there's only three good fucking songs on this whole fucking shit." You know what I mean? So, yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, you you've got cats like Nems who are dropping like three song EPs, and it's like, all right, well every every song on there sucked or it didn't. Uh, every every song on there was good, and I can listen to it repeatedly. By the way, for the new record, for the record, the new Nems EP does not suck. It's a really good record. But um, um, but with that being said, like um, if every song on there is fire, I'm more inclined to listen to it on repeat. Right. Um. So, and that's, I don't know, I think that's the upside of the EP, uh, especially in the streaming age, you know, because I'm not, I'm not spending necessarily $15 for a CD if I'm, you know, if I've got the subscription to whatever yeah. services it is. Um, yeah. And that's where it, it fucks people up as a consumer. I spoke to uh, Spit Gems on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, and one of the things he was saying now is like, 
if you it's easier if you want to get the music from the artist you can contact them directly and they can send you an mp3 album and you can paypal them the cash you know like right it you know it's like that's those are the times we live in now you yep. um although i mean i know it was that easy to get a hold of uh, people to do that. I never thought to do that. Um, yeah, I wouldn't say it's that easy because you might be waiting a long, long fucking time to hear back from a motherfucker if that's the case. It'd be nice. Sure. I get what he's saying. It is the world yeah. we live in. It is. The people are that accessible now. But, like, just being anybody reaching out to anybody, like, yo, Jay, I need that new shit you and Kanye just dropped. Shoot me that MP3, motherfucker. He's going to be like, who the fuck is this in my inbox, yo? I don't know who this is. I'm not answering, you know what I'm saying? Like, what? <laughs> yeah. However, if you're trying to get get uh, some extremely rare shit from Sadat X of Brand Nubians, that you could probably do that. Oh no, definitely. Um, I, I dude, I got a direct link to Sadat X. I can get I can get shit from Sadat X. I can get shit probably from like like DOS effects and people like that, Snow Goons, people like that, yeah, man, that aren't like it's just when you start talking about any artist, yeah, I wouldn't say <laughs> You can get it from a lot of artists, but you can't get it from any artist. Yeah. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I'm not yeah, I'm not trying to like say, Hey Jay, uh what what's what's your PayPal so I can give you five bucks to get a copy of uh a reasonable doubt. I wish you, know, you I can wish email it to me. Shit, I wish it was that fucking easy. You know what I mean? But oh, no, man. He's, he's very he's very right though, man. It's like nowadays you can you you don't have to necessarily go to a streaming service service or a or trying to find an album at a store or something like that. You can definitely get online and add a motherfucker and be like, "Yo, what's up? I'm trying to buy your last three albums." You know, I've I've actually had people do that shit to me before. One some guy a couple years back, he was like a he's like a collector of CDs and like all West Coast music. And I guess he'd heard about me through through the grapevine somehow, and he contacted me. And was like, "Yo, I'm a fan, man. I've been listening to your music for some years." He was like, "I know you've done work with E40 and Yuck Mouth and Drew Down and all these guys from the West Coast." And he's like, "I really want to just get your whole collection of albums." And I was like, "Ooh, hey, yeah, actually, yeah, I, I, I can do that." So. I sent him all four or five of my albums, you know, all autographed and shit, and he was he was all super stoked or whatever. But yeah, see, that, that's the case of that right there happening. He was just, you know, direct hit me up. Hey man, I want to get some of your music. All right, cool. What do you want? All right, PayPal me. Boom. Here's here's your CDs in the mail the next day. It definitely is that simple. So, ladies and gentlemen, if you're trying to get some wine from Sadat X, just hit him up on Instagram. <laughs> there you go. Which, which by the way, it's it's. Uh, Sadat X uh, is is into wine now, which is uh, which is a weird thing because he did a song called "Never Gonna Give You Up" with uh, with Diamond D, which is quite possibly the greatest weed song that people may or may not know exists. Uh, he he was on the cover of uh, of of one of Brand Nubian's records, rolling a joint. Like it's just, but he's selling wine. Yeah, mm. E forty selling wine and tequila and shit now too. So. Hey man, diversify, diversify your money. You guys, that's what that's. I mean, that's what it is, man. You you can't think think one fucking one foot. You can't just be tunnel vision about everything, especially in business, man. (laughs) You know what I mean? And and I could imagine that E forty has drinking drank enough good tequila uh, that he would know what a pretty good tequila tastes like. Right. And he drank enough shitty wine for enough years to where he he must know what an okay wine tastes like too. True story. 
That motherfucker was a Carlos Rossi drinking motherfucker, dude. I got a, I'm sitting here looking at a bottle of Carlos Rossi that he drank from 2009 that's signed. <laughs> sitting on my shelf right now. To that boy, Red, in Red Dot Studios, Carlos Rossi from E40 Water, 2009. I'm like, that dude drank a lot of shitty wine for a lot of... I couldn't even believe it, dude, when we brought him up here that first time. And I was like, I look at the writer and it said, you know, had like some Patron or some tequila on there or some shit. And then it was like, I need a gallon of Burgundy Carlos Rossi. I'm like, this motherfucker still drinks this shit? I go to the liquor store and it's like, gallon of Carlos Rossi, six ninety nine. I'm like, holy <laughs> fuck, man. Fucking. So we get it and we go give it to him. And he's like, all right, now I need the plastic cup. And I'm like, well, I got glasses, man. You want a glass? He's like, nah, plastic cup. I'm like, all right, bro. It, he did not fuck around. He drank that whole goddamn bottle, bro. Whole fucking jug of that shit. I was like, damn. He drinks that Carlos Rossi wine for real. So I met E40. It was, I believe, 2004 uh, at the Texas Summer Music Conference. A, he's a giant. He's a yeah, large big man. Guy. Big guy. He's a, he's a very big man. Um, but <laughs> but just cool everything about him was like cool and friendly and you know yeah. he answered he did he had no need to spend an extra extra second answering my questions but he certainly did right. um yeah e40 might be the so i can't judge him for drinking carlo rossi i, I never had carlo rossi it might be delicious yeah it wasn't <laughs> that great <laughs> um, but i mean he's in he's in northern california correct so I mean I'm sure like I guess they have pretty good wine out there like I'm he's probably say, got some access to the country it's wine country it makes sense you know I'm sure he's 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 got a solid a solid vineyard uh, do you know what the name of his his uh, wine is mm, you know what I know I know his he has he has the E40 beer malt malt liquor the E40 beer then he has the L Something whatever it's E forty in Spanish is his tequila, and then the Slurricane that he also has, and then he right. has the wine that I'm not so, sure. What it's so I I'm looking it up right now, and so I'm I'm confident the uh, the Blend B is going to be scheduled uh, and, and rescheduled sooner rather than later. So I'm going to go ahead and say that if you want to win two tickets to go see Blend B when he finally comes up here. Drop down in the comments the name of E40's wine company. I'm looking at it right now, and um, and if you can put that down there, I'll, I'll give you – you got two tickets to go see Bundy when he comes up here. Bam. There you go. There we go. We're right. making it happen. All right. <laughs> um, well, since you brought it up, before I, I let you go, what has um, what was the most interesting um, or crazy, like, rider item from an artist – um, not you. You don't even have to tell us which artist it was. But did you ever look at something on a rider and think, "Well, that's that's going to be a, a tough one." Um, the worst, the worst one that I ever had from some artists was they wanted like, what the fuck was it? I think it, I'm trying not to act like I'm overshooting it either because it makes it sound even worse. But I'm I'm thinking they asked for twelve bottles of Cristal. I was like, what the fuck? For no. <laughs> How do you do that in Fairbanks? That's exact hey, bro, that was exactly what I hit him with. I was like, man, we don't even have twelve bottles of Cristal in Fairbanks. 
I said, for one, you can't even get Cristal in Fairbanks. So back then, you'd be very lucky. You'd have to go to one of the finer wine places, and every once in a while, like around New Year's or something, they'd carry that shit. But it wasn't like a regular thing up here. So then I was like, I can get you guys some Dom Perignon substitute. And they were like, yeah, yeah, get us some Dom P. And I was like, sorry, I can only get you three bottles. <laughs> I'm not getting you fucking 12, man. Fuck that. I don't care. I don't care if there's eight of you in the entourage. I'm not buying everybody in the fucking crew a bottle of goddamn three hundred dollar fucking four hundred dollar champagne. That's ridiculous. Uh, I mean, it was ridiculous. Oh, and then then what was really bad about it too is they were all vegans and didn't eat didn't eat meat. They had had this super special thing laid out, but they wanted it prepared. And they had one of the guys that was a kosher vegan that would eat fish. So we had salmon and halibut made and all these fucking other things made i was like fifteen hundred dollars on the rider just in food dude and they didn't barely eat a fucking bite of it <laughs> yeah i was like mother fucker i could have fed my kids for a month <laughs> <laughs> do you have do you have any that were like well that was easy uh any what's what's the easiest item that you've uh you've had to, to pick up um, sometimes, I mean, honestly, I've had some cats that have just been like, yo, just throw us X amount of dollars a person. That's the easiest. You know what I mean? But I try, I usually try to treat everybody that I bring up, you know, give them the experience and take them out to eat and, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys that are simple though, man. There's a lot of dudes that come up and they don't, they're not expecting a lot. They're just happy to be up here doing a show and being in Alaska. <laughs> Roger that. Fair enough. Makes sense. All right, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go. Uh and I'm sure you got shit to do. I got shit to do. Um it's it's putting kids to bedtime and my schedule's all fucked up. So oh, yeah. <laughs> um oh man. Well uh Red, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your energy. Hey, no um, problem. Appreciate you having any- is there anyone you want to give a shout out to or, or any of your sponsors you want to give a shout out to before we go? Yeah, man. I'd like to shout out, you know, all the people that have helped out with the, uh, the video that are coming out, that's coming out on 420, good titrations, great lane, ganja and house of green in Anchorage, man. I appreciate all those guys. And also all my sponsors of the events that were, that were supposed to be happening, uh, yourself, woke and bake podcast, um, Alaska hip hop.com. Uh, Black Mask, Chaga Chai Tea, uh, Coots. You know, it's all my sponsors of the shows, man. My buddy over there at uh, Dab Lab AK for always, you know, holding me down and helping me out with all the events that we bring to Alaska, man. And just, you know, all the supporters of the shows, man. I appreciate you guys supporting the events and buying tickets and coming out. Be on the lookout for the the return of Bun B. It will be it will be announced as soon as we know we can get them back up here, man, and we get things calmed down. All right, sounds great, brother. Thank you so much uh, again. Have a great evening, great rest of your night, man. No doubt, man. I'm gonna be All here right. like you're gonna be there. So I'll ask you soon. 